Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Experiences Unexplained. My name is Jesse Clark. Welcome indeed, and this makes for episode two of the brand new show, Experiences Unexplained. I really hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. I was very relieved to get that first episode out to you guys so you could hear a little bit about myself. I I hope you guys enjoyed that. And while we're on the topic of the first episode, I would like to thank everyone who did listen to it. I was absolutely amazed to have listeners from four different countries and six different states within the United States. So thank you all. I ask if you enjoyed that first episode and you're listening to episode two, please spread the word about this new show. The best way for this show to grow, and we need it to grow to hear more stories from a diverse audience, is by word of mouth. So if you enjoy the show, just please do me a favor and tell your friends that might enjoy the show as well. Now, let's get to the topic of today's episode. I have a very special episode for you guys tonight, and it's actually quite different from the first episode. It's not just me talking. It's actually a interview and conversation with my brother, Cody. In this interview, you will hear him speak on some of his very own experiences from our childhood house. And he'll also speak on his other experiences that has seemed to happen anywhere he lives. Now, I wouldn't go as far as to say my brother himself is haunted. And that he has an attachment that follows him everywhere he goes. But he does seem to be a little sensitive to the paranormal and seems to be prone to having experiences happen to him. But anyways, without further ado, let's welcome the very first guest of Experiences Unexplained, my brother Cody, to the show. Hey man, welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Which story do you want to start out with? I know you have a lot. Which one sticks out to you? What would you like to talk about? Well, I mean, there's so many of them. We, uh, you got one that stands out you want to hear about? Or? Well, I like a lot of your stories. <laughs> you have a lot of crazy stories. Uh, let's see. One, well, I guess since you were uh, just talking about the house, I can tell you one about the house that we grew up yeah, in. Yeah, tell everybody some of your experiences from our childhood home. There's quite a few of them. Uh, one of the main ones that stands out is uh, I had moved out, and 
for a year or two, something like that. I can't remember what it was. But uh, when I moved back in, I moved into our sister's old room and hadn't really experienced anything. So I just thought it was whatever. And the way the room was set up at the time was you walk in and the TV and entertainment center was against the wall. My bed was right across from it. You know where I'm going with this? Yeah, I'm just waiting for it. Uh, Okay, well, so I usually would fall asleep with the TV on and then wake up and it'd still be on and turn it off. There was one night, like you said, it was an old house, so anytime you'd open up the door, it would pop and like the wood would expand and it'd make a really loud, jarring, popping noise, so nobody could sneak into that room. Well, I had fallen asleep one night. I don't even know what time in the morning this was, but it was still dark. And I heard that door pop open. The doorknob turned, and then I heard the door pop open. My back was faced against the door, so I couldn't see who was coming in. But I opened my eyes, and I didn't move. And I heard, I could see the TV was on, but there wasn't any sound to it. I just saw the light behind me. And I heard a male's voice say, why are you watching TV? And at first, I thought it may have been you or dad or somebody in the house. But then I uh, up on sitting there and thinking about it for a minute. I was like, well, that doesn't sound like anybody I know. So then I kind of got spooked and just didn't move. And then it said, why the hell are you watching TV? And that, that really kind of scared me there. So I, I was kind of frozen. And uh, they even said my name at one point. They were like, Cody. I was like, oh, man, what's going on? And so, I was, like I said, I was like frozen still. Like, it wasn't sleep paralysis because I have experienced that once or twice before. And I could freely move if I wanted to. I was just too scared to do so. Understandably. Yeah, so I just sat there. And um, it's after it said, why the hell are you watching TV? It said, kiss me. And that that scared the absolute crap out of me. So I just... Then they, and then, then I heard the door shut and pull tight. And so after, as soon as it pulled tight and I heard the door pull shut, the sound to the TV immediately kicked back on. And I rolled over and the TV was still playing. And I didn't go to sleep the rest of that night. So this voice, did it sound like an older guy? Like an old man? Or like, did it sound like me? Or Well, at, at first, that's why I thought maybe it was your dad because it, it wasn't like a real scraggly old man it was just kind of like a an average man's voice i don't know really but immediately after i heard it and started thinking about it for a second i was like well that's not anybody that lives here <laughs> yeah it was it's was pretty spooky i actually remember like a couple of weeks or so after you told me that story one night i saw you like watching tv with your door slightly cracked and i poked my head by there and i was just like why you watch a TV or I was like, kiss me or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that. So just, uh, to paraphrase that story, pretty much the TV sound cut off. So did you hear the voice before the sound cut off or when did the sound cut off? Exactly. I was, well, I was asleep and then I woke up to the door opening. And when I opened my eyes to the door opening, like I said, I couldn't see the TV or the door. But when I woke up, I just opened my eyes, and I could see the light from the TV against the wall across from it, but I couldn't hear the TV. So I'm assuming the sound was already off, and then as soon as whatever it was shut the door, sound kicked back on. 
Do you remember what was on TV? Oh, no, probably some like late night infomercial or something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, that's scary. Got me. <laughs> yeah, that it. It's crazy that it called your name out. That that and that it said kiss me. Like, yeah, it kind of got me wondering how long it'd been watching me. <laughs> yeah. So since we're talking about stories from the house. Can you confirm, like, you remember that one day when we were pillow fighting and you felt like you got pushed? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember because uh, I'm not for sure how many, but I'd say there's at least 15 stairs. I fell down hitting every single one of them. <laughs> I don't know how many stairs goes down that 10 to 15. So it definitely felt like a push. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like I stumbled over my feet or something. Right. God knows I've done that enough. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what's scary. That's like the only time they've really like ever did something that would physically harm us, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'll, unless there's something else, I don't know. But I mean, sometimes I would wake up with scratches, but like I can't say, oh, you know, that was something else scratching me when I'm asleep. It could have been me, you know? I still wake up with scratches sometimes and it's, and it is creepy when it's like just the three scratches yeah. and you're like, oh, the mocking of the tree <laughs> or right. whatever. But um, maybe it's a gimp with only three fingers. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a gimp with three fingers. Um, so what what other stories do you have for us for uh, anything else? Like, what do you what do you think about the first episode? Anyway, did you want to add anything to any of those stories i don't think you i think you were asleep for that one where the typing yeah i i was i was asleep for that one but there was the the bedroom that i said i moved into that was her sister's old room that was right beside the uh, room with the computer in it and you would just be i wouldn't even be asleep or anything and i would just be sitting in my room and like you said that chair was a very loud chair and you would hear like somebody settle in the chair or like it scoot a little bit and then you would just hear power typing like like going crazy so you heard it after you moved back in to her room you heard it later on i'd heard it a few times but not like um as much as because i think i remember brandy saying she may have heard it once or something i'm not sure Dang, but man because i hadn't heard it like once you guys kind of grew up and then moved out yeah uh i hadn't really heard it in a while at least not the typing i did hear other stuff like and i remember there was times where like i think i called you or texted you i was like dude i'm freaking out right now because there's like like i'm hearing like the light switch flip but like the lights aren't coming on and i'm like because you remember in that uh, room with the computer that light switch when you flip it on it's loud yeah, there's like a pop real loud yeah, pop it's, sound. Um, the tension on that switch is just like as soon as you flip it it's like real loud and i i heard that and i was i was in the room using the computer and the lights didn't turn on or <laughs> off, but I heard the light switch like probably like a uh, what do they call it like a residual sound. Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. It was really weird. There was, I think, there was one time. I don't know if you were with me and you went in on this uh, deal with me or not. But I remember one night uh, before I went to bed, I had pulled up Microsoft Word and clicked the cursor on there. Then we went to sleep to see if 
you know, it, just see what it was typing. But yeah, we turned the screensaver yeah, off. Never had any luck with that, I don't think. No, we never did. I really wish we could have caught something. <laughs> it's probably, uh, it just sounded like it was power typing, so it probably didn't have much to say. Maybe. Or maybe it was one of those, uh, like old news journalists, like maybe, Typist. yeah, like she's used to the typewriter. Things she upgraded. Yeah, things have changed. Yeah. I don't know, I think that uh, computer was probably like an 89. <laughs> yeah, I think it had Windows XP on it. It was just so riddled with viruses. Yeah. Um. So anything else stick out to you from our house? I mean, I'm sure there is. I'm just trying to think of... So, wait a minute. Didn't you see a full-bodied apparition? Didn't you see a lady? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, there was... How do you forget that? Man, I, I got, I got like, a menagerie of yeah, stories in my head. I Some of them have do. cobwebs on them. Yeah. But uh, there, was, there was one night I had... I don't even know if it was, like, super late at night or if it was... I, either everyone was asleep or I was the only one home. I can't remember. But I, I'd gone down to the kitchen to get something to eat and was just in there for a little bit. Then I start going up the steps and then I come around that flat. Oh, no, I guess people were asleep because at first I thought it was his mom because come around that flat and I go up about two or three stairs and I see what looks like a silhouette of a woman, like, just kind of dark. And I stopped, and I was like squinting my eyes because it's dark. And I was like, is that mom? And then, like, she was right in that corner. Like, so either way, I'd have to pass her to get to my room or wherever I was going. And, like, I take another step or two, and, like, I see her adjust her body. And I look, and it wasn't mom. So I kind of put my head down, just run up the rest of the steps, take a left into my room, and shut the door. I was I was thinking like she was gonna come after me or something. Oh my god! So just to clarify to everyone, all of our bedrooms are upstairs, and so that was one of the creepiest parts of going downstairs at night was coming up back up the stairs and it's all dark, and all you can see is the top of the stairs because it's like there's like twelve steps I think up or. 13, something like that. Something like that. And then it turns around and then there's like five or four or five little steps and then you're on the main level. So he had to, he saw this lady at the top. Yeah. And it would, it would be on your right hand side if you were facing up the stairs. And was she like looking at you or did you just see like a... The, it definitely looked like the the front of her body was faced towards me. And that's why at first I thought it could have been mom or something. She was going to say something as I was coming up the steps. But as I kind of got closer, I noticed it wasn't. <laughs> so you you couldn't make out too much detail, like clothes? No, nah, not wearing, really. Like I, what her hair looked like? No, nah, I mean, like it definitely looked like she was wearing something longer, whether it was a dress or a nightgown or I don't know. But it, it's a nightshirt. Yeah, a nighty. Camel wore a nighty. <sighs> oh, my God. So, like... I can't imagine like having to walk up the steps and like just like, oh, uh, you know she was looking at you. Yeah, that's what the whole the whole time I was had that in my head. It's like I was like seeing her. You just looked the other way. Yeah, and ran up the stairs and 
you know, oh doing that God. little thing where you skip a couple. <laughs> like out of your peripherals, did you see like her move or anything? Or no, did you man. Just, like completely kept my head down. <laughs> yeah. I no, I don't blame you, dude. I don't know if I would have had the. I would have stayed in the living room. <laughs> I would have stayed downstairs. I think it's an interesting topic to talk about and stuff. But when it actually happens to you, you're you're like kind of spooked. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I would love to see that at like a cemetery or something, but I don't want to see it. In my house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see it when I'm going to bed. There was one day, it had to either be a Sunday night or a Wednesday night, because mom and dad were at church. I was at home by my by myself, and uh, our little poodle was there with us, but at the time, he couldn't really walk well, and we were in the kitchen, no TVs on or anything, and I was making food or something, a sandwich, I don't know. But uh, I heard an older female, I couldn't make out what she was saying, but it sounded like she was talking. Now, at first I thought she was probably like outside, so like I slowly like stopped what I was doing, and it was coming from in that living room, which, you know, is not too far away from the kitchen. So I was slowly creeping. And the closer I got, it sounded like it was right in the living room. No TV on or anything. And all I remember is going in, picking up the dog. And I went and I waited on the porch until mom and dad got home and told them what happened. Like, they probably still had, like, another 30 minutes at church or something left. But I waited on the front what porch. What did they say? Uh, you know. You don't remember? No, nah, I just, just kind of brushed it off. You know? Yeah, mom was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, like they always did. Yeah. So what about that one time with Dad? He said he heard music from your room. Oh yeah, so I was I was working for uh, my friend's mom at the time, doing odd and end jobs around the house and stuff. And this particular morning, I think they were—I can't remember—I went in earlier than I usually did. I think we were trying to get a lot of stuff done, so I went in like eight o'clock or something, pretty early. And when I got home, it was. I don't know. It was afternoon, probably twelve thirty, one o'clock. Dad's sitting on the couch. And he's like, where you been? And I was like, oh, I was just out working for a little while. He's like, you haven't been home this whole time? He was asleep when I left. I was like, no, I haven't been home. He said, I know I heard you upstairs playing records. I was like, it wasn't me. He said, and I know for a fact it was Credence, it was CCR. He said, I, I know I heard that up there playing in your room. I was like, Dad, I'd love to. But I don't uh, even own a Credence <laughs> album. Not yet, anyways. And he was like, man, that's weird. I know I heard that playing in your room. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And, you know, for Dad to admit that. Yeah, he's he's pretty skeptical about everything. Yeah. I think he he believes in it. He just doesn't look, well, something's weird, whatever. He just kind of casts yeah. it. Yeah. I think he believes deep down. He just don't go looking for yeah. it. And he doesn't really want to mess with it. Yeah, you know. I mean, they have to live there, yeah. so I don't. I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> Amber gets skeeved out if I like go like try to do EVPs or something. Like I don't do it in the house, but like she's always yeah. worried I'm gonna bring something spooky back with us. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is fair. You never know, like. You don't. It could happen, <laughs> something attached to you, but... Sometimes it's unintentional what you've been talking to. Yeah, but I th- I think um, just being in the Clark family, you're going to experience some paranormal stuff. I think one of the 
only trying to recall back, but I think one of the only places that I've lived that I haven't experienced some kind of, I mean, it might just be coincidence or some type of paranormal was when I lived with you and uh, Brett and Clayton and all them in Lexington. I think that's the only place I didn't really have. I don't know if there's just because there are so many people that we didn't know or I never noticed anything. I didn't hear anything. I only lived there for like seven or eight months, though, but I didn't hear anything. I think I did two, two and a half years, something like that. But Me and Amber's heard a little things here. Um, we'll be sitting all the time. We'll be sitting down in the living room just watching TV, and it's it, like it legit sounds like somebody's just walking upstairs in our bedroom, like right above us. Yeah. And um, there was one morning I... Maybe it was nighttime. Anyways, I was upstairs, and I swear I heard Amber, like, yelling at, like, Goomba, saying, like, hey, or something, like, our dog, like, get down, like, hey, or something. And, oh, it was in the morning, because I was getting ready for work, and I thought she, like, hadn't left for work yet. And, I like, I was going to go downstairs, tell her good morning, or whatever, and I went down there, and... She was already gone, like, and I was like, leave you scratching your head. I was like, man, I know I heard, like, I heard a voice. It may not have been hers, but like, I just assumed it was hers because I heard a female voice and I thought she was still home. But I was like, oh man, she wasn't home. I just instantly got like goosebumps. Like when I looked out the window and I saw her car wasn't home, I was like, oh no. Well, the house that I live in now, um, I can't, I don't think, I don't think it's like extremely old, but I have the thing at home. I can't remember. I didn't really look into it, but I haven't noticed, like when I first moved in there, I didn't really notice much of anything, but the only thing I ever noticed one time was I was out in the garage and I have like a little small window out there and I was just doing some stuff out there I can't remember what it was but it was dark outside and I looked up through the window and I saw somebody walking through the yard and I thought it was Samantha coming to say something to me or whatever so I was waiting for the shed door to open and it never opened and I was like oh whatever that was weird she hadn't even come outside I talked to her about it she was like no that was the only thing I noticed she said at the time she said she had heard some stuff, whatever. Later on, I did do some EVPs and got some stuff. I should bring those in sometime, let you hear them. Yeah, you should. I wish you brought them they, tonight. Yeah, I didn't think. I just found the recorder. Uh, I have to fish through them. But uh, yeah. let's see. Recently, since I've been that, basically right now, I'm just kind of like sleeping on the couch every night. I don't, you know, I just kind of where I lay. Yeah. Well, I don't know why. Like, maybe it was because I was getting, like, not really paranoid or something, but, like, Dad had said he saw a car outside at, like, 5.30 one morning or something. So I don't know. There for, a re- for like, a week or so, I'd be on the couch, and almost every morning I would wake up at 5.30 a.m., and I don't know if that's, like, because he said that in the back of my head. I was just thinking, huh, whatever. Well, that happened for about a week. Nothing happened, really. But just at 5.30 a.m., I would wake up. Well, it was, like, a couple weeks ago. Well, this is after he told me that, like, a few days after. 
I'm sleeping on the couch and my dog, Rocky, he's right there beside me. We're both asleep. <laughs> and this is how I know it wasn't a dream. I hear somebody knock on my, well, my back door is pretty much what we use as the front door. It's by the driveway. Nobody ever really uses the front door. I hear somebody knock and it sounded like a knock, like a, you know, a UPS man or something with it, like real quick and then leave. And my dog starts barking and going off. So I'm like, look at the clock. It's 530 in the morning. I'm like, so who's at my door at 530 in the morning? I look out the window. There's nobody there. So I turn on like the security light and I go outside. There's nobody there. And like I said, I know it wasn't a dream because he was going off on it, you know. Do you have an outdoor camera? I was about to buy one, oh. but then I got rid of the problem. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I'm still going to get one. The one that goes with my system is like 130 bucks, so I haven't bought I it yet. I if you did get rid of the problem. If you got stuff <laughs> knocking on your door. Well, I got rid of one problem. Yeah. But, but also one thing that happened, this wasn't quite at, this was a couple of weeks after that. It wasn't exactly at 5.30, but it was it was getting close to 5, I think. Probably like 4.45 or something like that. I wasn't asleep yet. I was just laying there, no TV on or anything, trying to go to sleep. Once again, Rocky's right there beside me. We're just sitting there in the dark, just trying to go to sleep. And I hear some. the kitchen's right there by my couch. There's no like separation. You just walk into the kitchen. And I hear something metal fall and crash onto the floor and my first thought was I had had a mouse in my house for a while and on top of my refrigerator there's this uh, like ice bucket that's metal I don't even know what I have in it right now I think I just have like playing cards and stuff like that in it just storage that sits on top of my refrigerator I was like man that that mouse has like ran into that pot or the ice bucket knocked it off and it hit the floor I was tired so I was like, I'm not even going to go pick that up. I'm just going to get it in the morning. I wake up the next morning, kind of forgot that happened. Got up to go like make some coffee or something, walk into the kitchen. There's nothing on the floor. And then I remembered, I was like, so what was it that fell? I searched that whole kitchen, nothing, metal. Rocky had an old uh, dog dish too that was metal. And I thought maybe that had been what it was. I thought I'd put that on top of the refrigerator, but it turned out that was in my shed. So I have no idea what it was. It hit the ground. I should have gotten up and looked then when it happened, but... Dang. Yeah, don't know what it was still to this day. Maybe you have really tidy ghosts. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> they throw something and they'll just clean it up. Clean it right up. <laughs> they can start scrubbing the bathrooms if they'd like. <laughs> yeah, for real. This is going good. We're already 27 minutes in. Oh, yeah. This what's your, good. What's your goal? <laughs> just whatever, man. Whatever happens. Uh... We might do one of those Joe Rogan styles, three hours. Uh, <laughs> so tell me about your apartment in Lexington. I, I had a feeling that's where this was going. Yeah, that is probably, I live by myself in this real small one bedroom apartment. And that's probably one of the places that I experienced a lot of paranormal, which kind of sucks when you live by yourself. <laughs> um Right off the bat when I moved in there, like, I I didn't walk in like, oh, this place is haunted. I'd never felt anything like that. But I remember the first, I don't know if it was week or two weeks, but within like the first month, I had my friend over and his girlfriend and my ex at the time was there. So uh, four people were there that night. 
kind of just like not really a welcoming party or anything. We just had some people over. And the way it was laid out, there was a futon across the back, the window in the living room. And then across from that was the TV, and there was a recliner. I was sitting on the floor in front of the TV. My friend and his girlfriend were sitting in the uh, futon, and then my ex was sitting in the recliner. We all were just talking, and we had a bottle of something to drink. I don't know what it was, some some type of alcohol or something. We had some shot glasses out, you know, just kind of hanging out. You know, the night came to an end, and my friend and his girlfriend, they went home, and my bedroom was right beside the living room. It just had a little door, and I usually just left it open. Well, I was asleep, and, like, the shot glasses were all lined up by, because I remember when I went to sleep, they all were lined up by the at the bottom of the futon. I was like, ah, I'm tired. I'm ready to go to bed. I'll just get those in the morning. Well, I was laying in bed, and I heard something, like, slide straight across the floor. Didn't know what it was, but I was like, I better go check that out. I walked into the living room and flipped the light on, and... One of the shot glasses had slid all the way across the floor from the bottom of that futon all the way across to, like, right in front of the TV where I was sitting. And I don't know how it happened, but it did. (laughs) And I know for a fact they all were lined up right there. Yeah, uh, so you heard it before you saw it. You didn't see it move? No, when I, I heard it, and then when I went in there, I came out, and there was only one shot glass out of the four that had slid across the floor. It was over what there. was on the shot glass? Was it just a plain shot glass? No, it was a, I remember it. It was a, it had a pineapple on it. And it was, I can't remember what the destination was. It was one of those shot glasses you can pick up at a vacation area or something. I do remember it had a pineapple on it. Maybe it said pineapple wheelies or something. Yeah. Dang, man. So when you were in that apartment, you heard voices too, right? Yep. Um, I was actually on the phone with someone one time, and nothing turned on. The only thing I was doing was talking on the phone. There was no TV, music, or anything on, and I thought I heard a female's voice. I was talking to a female on the phone, but I thought I heard a female's voice like in the room, so I told them, hang on a minute. Like, I think I heard something. And then after I told them to stop talking for a second, I was in the kitchen and from where like the door was, uh, which was pretty close because it was a real small apartment, I heard somebody say, hey, Cody. And then first person I was talking to on the phone was like, somebody there? Like they heard it through the phone too. And I was like, no, no, man, it's just me. (laughs) The person on the phone heard heard the, the voice say, hey, Cody. Yeah. And it was like, it sounded. So it was really loud. Yeah. But it sounded like. The way they said it, it sounded as if, like, somebody was calling out for me, like, hey, can you get this off the shelf for me? Or, like, like kind of with, like, a question behind it, like, hey, Cody, just casually. Did it sound like it was, like, in the same room or, like, across the apartment? It sounded like it was by the front door, which the kitchen, all the kitchen was was a, a small, like, long kitchen. And it just had a wall divider, and you could walk in and out both sides of it. But it, it just sounded like it was probably, you know... 10 to 15 feet away maybe not like super far but far enough <laughs> so did it, it was a female for sure mm-hmm. did it sound like a younger or an older like mm, probably a younger middle age 
Oh man, yeah. what's, what's with all these uh, disembodied voices knowing your name? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I don't even have any tattoos or anything of my name. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. That that means they're there when other people are saying your name. Yeah, I know. It's weird taking notes. That's the only place I've ever lived where I, like you said earlier, scratch doesn't always mean paranormal. But that's the only place I ever got scratched was when I lived there, and it was down my side. Really? And I got to the point when I lived there that I wouldn't go sleep in my bedroom at all because I didn't have any TV or anything. I would lay on my futon and turn the TV on because I didn't want to go sleep in my room by myself in the back. (laughs) So this was happening pretty frequently. You were having experiences. Yeah, I would experience uh, cabinets because it was an older apartment. The cabinets would like open and shut. I'd hear them slam. Uh the water in my bathroom turned on before like just a bunch of little stuff but those were like the two main things that happened there that kind of freaked me out heard somebody knocking on my door one time and then the funny thing about this story is i heard somebody knocking on my door one time and i went to open my door well i looked out the peephole first and opened the door there was nobody there i was like Oh, that's weird. And then didn't really think anything of it because all the other stuff that happened, I was like, that sounds about right. And then it was probably like a month later, I was asleep. This part isn't paranormal, but that's why I think it's funny. Somebody started beating on my door like hard and I open my eyes and I get up. But when I stand up, there's cop lights all outside and I look at my peephole and there's nobody out there. So I don't, uh, go out there the next morning there was a sheriff who lived above me in the apartment I saw him out there and I went out and talked to him and he said they were like chasing somebody and he said if I had opened my door it was a guy I'd probably trust trying to get in to hide from the cops so I don't know if that was like a I don't know I don't think it was paranormal I think it was probably just a coincidence but it'd be weird if like somebody knocking on my door is like don't open the door for somebody you don't well, see <laughs> yeah but I mean it's a good thing you followed up on it and was kind of possibly able to de- debunk it yeah that uh either way that's scary no matter <laughs> if it's some dude trying to break in or like run from the cops or yeah because that that neighborhood wasn't in the best of parts of town no <laughs> which is why your apartment <laughs> complex could have been so haunted you know like yeah anything. crime there could have been murders or ods or you said it was like a young woman's voice. Like, if they were young, man, they obviously probably didn't die naturally. Yeah, definitely. And they, I don't know how many years ago it's been. It's probably been, see, when I was working and driving by there frequently, like like three years ago or something, I noticed they had just re- renovated the whole apartment complex and they went with like a modern day retro style. Like, so I wonder what type of stuff they stirred up in that place now or. Oh, yeah. For those that don't know, or you may know, I'm just going to reinforce this to the listeners. Uh, It's been, it's a theory that if you start to renovate old properties, it's known to stir up paranormal activity. Um, Pretty much because the theory is you're changing the way the structure looks or the aesthetic of the building. So it's it you're changing what would be presumably 
the spirit's home before yours. Um, or it doesn't even have to be a home, a historical building or something like that. If you change anything in those type of buildings, it's a theory that it often increases the paranormal activity because you are pissing the spirits off pretty much. I I think that might have something to do with why, like I said, the house I live in now is not like super haunted or anything, but I think that might have something to do with why I'm experiencing a little bit here and there because the lady who lived in my house before, she was an elderly lady, but her and her husband bought it in the 70s, I think. Late 60s, early 70s, I believe, is what the paper said. And lived there their whole life. He he died before she did, and then she died, but not in the house. She went to the hospital and passed away. And then when the people who I bought it from bought it, they completely renovated it and made it new. So I don't know if it's her or not, or maybe she didn't want any of that happening. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe just now she's deciding to yeah. do something, if it's even her, I'm not sure. Well... It may just remain unexplained. I'm sure it will. <laughs> I don't have any explanations yet. Yeah. Um, is there any other experiences or strange stories that you can kind of think of? Anything coming to mind? So much stuff, man. That I've never... I mean, now that I'm older, I'll, I'll kind of like investigate things and stuff, but I, I never really was... One, like when I was younger and stuff, I never really tried to be like, oh, is ghosts real or spirits real or are they fake? Because I really had no reason to question it because I I feel like the people who really question it is the ones that stuff's never happened to or not frequently enough to ask questions where like as a kid, they, they were always happening to me. And even as an adult, once in a while stuff will happen and I'm just like, I don't even question it anymore. I just, I mean, if you believe, you do. If you don't, you don't. Like, I, I don't yeah. try to enforce it on people. I'm just like, but hey, here's what I've experienced. You know? Right, right. Yeah, I think the famous quote is, uh, a skeptic is only someone who hasn't had an experience yet. Yeah. Which is, um, I think dad may be the only <laughs> exception to that. Yeah, he's he's had plenty of experiences. He just <laughs> yeah, he's just hard-headed. So are there any other stories you want to hit on before we close this out? I mean, I know I got a bunch. I I think I it should go down and sit through and pick out some. Those are some of the main highlights. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're my brother and I ain't going anywhere. Yeah, same. So, uh, you can come by and do this anytime you want to. Yeah, I'll have to. I have a notebook somewhere with some of the uh, EVPs I got from my house on there. I'll have to go through them. Yeah, just go through and pick out the best ones, or if you can find it, it, you don't even have to. It's fine if you can't, but by all means, I'll play them if you can find them. Yeah, and definitely. I can edit them. I can boost the volume and take out like background yeah. noise or whatever. Yeah, I'll bring them to you. There, I know there's some with just me. There's some with me and Samantha. There's some with her dad. Like we got some good ones. Well, cool, man. Just bring those by whenever. I'd love to hear them. Before we wrap this up, I just have one last question for you real quick. Like, what do you think ghosts are exactly? Like, when we record EVPs or see orbs and photographs, like, what do you think that is? 
I know that's kind of a broad question, like what are ghosts, but do you think your experiences have helped you understand the topic any better at all? Well, I would say I think there's, I don't think they're all lumped into one category. I think there are different ones. Like there, I think there are like residual hauntings, which is where, you know, the, the energy of that person has been doing the same thing for so many years and stuff. And when they leave their body, that energy is still doing the same thing. That's why you might see or hear someone in Victorian time dressing and stuff like that. And I think there are actual intelligent hauntings of people who have not moved on. And they're the ones that can, when you're asking your EVPs and you ask for a name, they give you their name. And lots of times they can be confused of where they're at. They don't know what's going on. Sometimes they don't even know that they're dead. And then I also think that there's, stuff you don't want to be messing with that's not of this earth and it's uh can be demonic and get you in trouble if you're playing around with it too much so i think there's more than one type of haunting there for sure is i I agree with you there i think there's different types but do you think do you think there's a difference between like just like when you think of like a spirit like that lady you saw in our house what do you think that is do you think that's like do you think that's like a residual haunting? Do you think it's like the stone tape theory where it's like the old house and we have like the original hardwood floors in it and the original woodwork and, but they've done a lot of work to it. Do you think it's like, yeah, I think the lady I saw was probably kind of ingrained into the house. I mean, from what I saw, she didn't she didn't really like interact with me too much. She just scared me. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, I think she was just probably doing something she had done before in her life and I just so happened to see her. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh if there's nothing else you want to add, any uh you want to give me shout outs to anybody or anything? Give a shout out to Rocky. He was in my stories. <laughs> okay, your dog Rocky. <laughs> All right, shout out to my brother's dog Rocky for being in several of his ghost stories. Poor thing. That's going to do it for tonight's episode. I really appreciate you all hanging out till the end of the show. I hope you enjoyed this different type of episode. I enjoyed being able to just have a conversation with my brother and hear his stories. I can't wait to finally have enough stories from listeners to have a full episode. But until then, this is probably what the episodes are going to be like. Just getting stories from my close friends and family. As a reminder, if you would like to share your experience, just go to experiencesunexplained.com and click the Submit Your Experience tab. There you can find three different ways to submit your story. And the preferred method of submitting your story is to call the hotline. The number to that hotline is 1-270-290-0900. When you call that hotline, you will be leaving your story in the form of a voicemail. Simply just tell your story and the call will be recorded. And if you all could be nice enough to do this small favor for me and give a positive review on the podcast listening app of your choice. Positive reviews help a new show grow quite a lot, so it would really help me out and I would greatly, greatly appreciate it.
And please don't forget to tune in next week. We will have a new episode every single Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will talk to you guys then, but for tonight, that's going to do it. Thanks, everybody. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.